This is Chris from Houston, and you're listening to Drunkards United. Come on, you are. They actually had themselves a pretty decent week. Yeah, it's a dig in it. You take it however you want to take it there, yeah, Killer. Whatever. That's all on you. Well, that's absolutely pissing down with rain, and then y'all had to do this to me. What? West Ham had a good week. Settle down. Hey, Sammy. I could have been in the black. Let's start the show. Welcome to the Drunken United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way is the evil mastermind, Samuel Graham. Sammy, how you doing? Doing very well and coming up with a plot to derail the show as we speak. Excellent. Very good. Not like we don't have a shit fucking ton to talk about, right? I know. Exactly. We're recording at Studio H, just outside our nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, share with your footballing friends, and uh, you know, tweet us, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, all that fun stuff. So should you want to chat with us, there is many, many ways that you can. Sammy, why don't you tell the good people how they can get in touch? Absolutely. We are at the football show on all your social media platforms. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And then Show at gmail.com to get in touch via email. Uh, and apparently, that pleases Zeus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you heard that in the background, it was a very big thunder. Just when I think uh, I've boom. soundproofed the studio, Mother Nature goes, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> soundproof this. Um, but Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirits industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. Sam, you have no idea what we're drinking because I didn't tell you. Nope. <laughs> Um, I was just about to say, <laughs> make sure you drink responsibly, though, and uh, just listen back to last week's episode, because it's the same gin. <laughs> yes, it is. It is actually the same gin. Uh, this is the uh, cocktail we had left over from the 3rd of July party. It was a uh, dark berry Collins, so it had a little bit of a blueberry, raspberry, and blackberry in it, a little bit of blueberry liqueur. The uh, Joseph Egg Magnus uh, District, District Dry Gin is in that as well, and... Uh, little bit of lemonade normally i would do fresh like fresh lemon and simple syrup but you know when you're making a big batch you gotta cut corners so i use lemonade and then uh topped with a little bit of soda water for for some uh fizziness and uh yeah that's about it excellent jen's gonna run about uh what i say it's like 39.99 to 44.99 so yeah excellent stuff and you already said drink responsibly i did it i took care of it because i didn't have anything else to keep track of how about (laughs) that well like hey we got a lot to talk about. Let's start the Let's show. Let's do it. Sam, we asked for it last week. Someone, anyone, step up and play like you want to stay in the league. We got one. The Hammers of West Ham. West Ham 3, Chelsea 2. West Ham 2, Newcastle 2. 
Newcastle 4, Bournemouth 1, Man United 5, Bournemouth 2, Chelsea 3, Watford 0, Liverpool 2, Villa 0. The only team at the bottom getting points, and they got four with West Ham. Yeah, a uh, huge couple of results for them. Chelsea got committed uh, way too far forward, obviously, for that final goal. Oh, God, yeah. Um, trying to press for their own winner uh, and just got caught out. Mikel Antonio with fantastic hold-up play uh, and then great vision to find the crossfield ball to uh, to Yarmolenko, who should have squared it to Lanzini but didn't uh, and got lucky he... He scored. Well, the minute Rude, well, the minute Rudiker let it go to his left foot, you're just watching. You're like, oh, that's in the back of the net. It's, yeah. it's going on his left foot, and he's cutting in towards the box. You're like, ah, that's a goal. That's a goal. Right. It's going in. Yeah. Nothing stopping so, that. The, uh, not a great weekend overall for defenders. <clears throat> no. A lot of, of goals. A lot of goals. A lot week. of goals, but a lot of just calamitous defending. Yeah. Just schoolboy stuff. Some just really bad, bad play. Bad, bad, bad play. West Ham actually had a goal ruled out that shouldn't have been, in my opinion, uh, as well. So yeah. it could have been worse. Yeah, the whole six-foot-tall um, goalkeepers having a problem seeing over guys laying on the ground. Yeah. I know nothing about that. It's Not a thing about that. That uh, never happened to us when six-foot-four fucking David De Gea couldn't see over guilty cigarettes and laying on the ground. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Just very strange decisions from VAR. The Lucas Mora one comes to mind. Mm-hmm. They're just... It was a weird weekend, and the the football on display, sure, there were a lot of goals, but some of these games were just, they were very one-sided. They were a bore to watch, in my opinion, in a a lot of these. Um, Bruno Fernandez's second goal against, uh, well, first goal, I'm sorry, goal number two against Brighton in the 3-0 game um, was definitely offsides, and you look at it and you go, hmm, I remember you taking 10 minutes to figure out that Sheffield was a toenail off against, uh, against Tottenham, but you know, earlier in the year. Right. But that one didn't even get looked at. So you're, you're just, VAR did not have a very good week. This Or, or the, the stupid takes three minutes to look at the Everton handball. I thought if the ball hit the player on the hand inside the box as a defender, it's a handball. Why does it take three minutes to look at it on VAR? Right. It hit him on his hand. The, the rule's simple. It's cut and dry. Like, well, it's, <laughs> no, it's an attacking player. If a handball <laughs> leads directly to a goal. Right. But a defender, if your arm is in an un- unnatural position and it hits your arm in any way, shape, or form, it's a handball. His hands were over his head. It's supposed to be, yeah. <laughs> right. It took him three minutes to figure that out. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, just in know. general. Um, I, don't fu- I don't fucking get it. I, but it, my streak continues for betting against West Ham and then West Ham, out of nowhere, finding a thread of form. And shitting all over me and my bets. I think that's personally just Chris is, you know, reaching out to the team and going, look, there's this, you know, dumbass in uh, in Maryland that tries to bet you against you and you need to go ahead and win this game. And they go, okay, we got you. No yeah. problem. That was the next thing I had in the notes was, you're welcome, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, the Newcastle match as well for them. That was it, was it was good to get points. They did, though, for West Ham. Gave up two one-goal leads. Yeah, I... Um, I it's kind of shitty. So there's two things you feel good for Newcastle fighting back from going down twice. Right. You West Ham then also did well to hang on. Right. But I also think Newcastle failed a little bit in seizing the opportunity in that momentum shift. Right. So it was a a little strange of a dynamic. Um, I think after that second, second equalizer, it was, more of a case of even both teams to an extent 
don't fucking lose. Yeah, see it out. Just, just get the point. Both of them get just the see point. it out. It was almost like a gentleman's agreement. You didn't see a whole lot after that uh, going forward either side. West Ham, yeah, you got to be disappointed that you gave up two one-goal leads, but you also just got to go, we got the fucking point. Yeah. Which right now, the way we talked about it last week, like a point will do the trick. I mean, there's still season left. There's still things that can happen. Maybe some of these other teams find themselves inspired and seem to give a damn and try to go get a, a win. Well, but right now, that four points is huge in keeping West Ham well, up. Really, the only the only thing for me is, is it going to be bright and falling off again, which it didn't seem like they, were, they are, mm-hmm. picking up points themselves, then and getting dragged into that. Then it was... Can Villa get points because Bournemouth and Norwich are done and dusted? Yeah, they're done. That's yeah. it. But, but Bournemouth gave up nine fucking goals this week. Yeah, they're gone. Yep. They're gone. They it scored was, three, which they haven't done for a while. Great to see you they, here, but you're fucking gone. Yeah. Nine fucking goals Time's in up. two matches. Time is absolutely up. It's over. They they figured out a way to get give the goal differential advantage. To Villa that they had a six goal mm-hmm. lead on. Yep, they gave it away in two fucking matches. Absolutely, oh it's they they were abysmal. Uh, they look unmotivated. They miss Ryan Fraser. They have no creativity. Nope. Um, they they look a shell of themselves. <laughs> they really do. Uh, and how this, how this, has no answers? No. Uh, so <laughs> this was the Bruno show against Manchester United. Uh, obviously, right. Was it in that game? I'm trying to find it. No, it was not in that game. It was in the Newcastle game. After they found themselves uh, 4-0 down, uh-huh. right? Or no, it was 3-1. After the third goal, that's what it was. Um, after the defensive mishap that saw Dwight Gale score, Eddie Howe took out that little notepad. I like to think he was drafting his resignation right there <laughs> on the fucking sidelines. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was during the Newcastle match. I forgot. And then... During the Manchester United game, finished it off. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm pretty much convinced now. It's either it's Villa or Wat, Watford who's going down, and yes. Watford will have their chance this next week, and we'll talk about it on an injury time. They have Norwich, so there's there's their chance. But here's the problem: they also have shown fuck all to try to do anything. They got the point against Leicester, which. Let's face it, until Leicester played Palace has been hapless. And yep. and that's all they have to show right now for it is, is one single fucking point since coming back. I and, yeah. and now I'm nervous for my match with Leicester this week. Because <clears throat> Vardy got scoring. That, Vardy got that monkey off his back yep. of uh of the hundredth goal. Yep. Which you think the chance was gone in that game. And then f- literally 15 seconds, this was another one of the suspect defending. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, DFR Sacco um, losing out to James, Ma- uh, no, Harvey Barnes. Right. And Harvey Barnes finding uh, Jamie Vardy in the middle for the simplest of tap-ins for his 100th. Yep. It, I don't see, uh, Villa played well. They actually outshot their opponents. But they can't fucking score. They can't score. They can't the score. They can't you know? score. They outshot Liverpool 6-4 every, on target. Everything Can't comes score. down to this week for Villa. They play Palace. They have to beat Palace because I don't know where else they're going to get a win. I don't know. I think they might be back now, Andre Gray, and there was one other player. Ooh. Yeah. One other player for um for Watford uh, that were suspended, yeah. essentially, because they had to the quarantine. Party. That Well, there was three players suspended. One person hosted a party. <laughs> 
one player went to that party, but right. that player lives with Andre Gray. So then he came home, and Andre Gray had to quarantine also. Right. So, But I think they're allowed to come back this week. Yeah, they are. So that'll be a boost for Watford. They'll have all of their options. They did create a few things in their game. But again, Danny Welbeck, not the guy you want to rely on to keep you in the Premier League. No. You no. know, he, he'll get you some important goals, and he'll do, do some, some special things. But when push comes to shove, you want Troy Deeney. You want the experience. You want the the guy with the weight on his shoulders, and he's not stepping up at the moment. Yeah, and like like you said, credit to Villa, they played their ass off. You know, you're playing Liverpool, you expect to lose. That lose was a great first half, though. Come on, L- losing absolutely. Uh, if you want to take any solace, losing two nothing means you didn't lose four or five nothing. Which no. surprisingly, after what happened to Liverpool earlier in the week. You would have thought, oh, oh yeah. shit, here comes the whooping. Oh, yeah, Friday you were all telling me, sorry about your game on Sunday. You're going to get your asses handed to you. And I tell you, the guys played well. Uh wasn't just Jack out there looking like he wanted it. Mings played his dick off, to borrow a phrase Douglas from Sam Lu- Houston. Douglas Louise. Douglas oh, Weiss God, Doug Louise had, the gr- had one awesome. of the best games he's played. Yeah, he played awesome. And we just <clears throat> can't get it over. Uh, it's unfortunate, um, but I can't be mad about only losing by two to Liverpool. And even then it was what, 70th minute, 75th minute when they yeah, finally when they scored. they finally got one. Yeah, We're not. And, and that was after a couple of nice counterattacks yeah. from yep. Villa that almost went in. Mm-hmm. And we are, n- <sighs> we've been failing second half. So at least now we only floundered second half of the second half, which it's too late in the season for that to be considered progress though. Well, well yeah. And I mean, the other thing you say, they almost went in, you know, the, <laughs> yeah. we're getting to the business end here. At this and point, almost this this isn't no. horseshoes or hand no. grenades. We gotta they gotta score. They gotta it's score. Gotta be in and now, gotta score. And your next game is against the hottest team in the league in, uh, in Manchester United. Yep. I which is unfortunately well, gonna be a loss. If they play hungry and if they figure it out, I mean, there's still a chance. I'm fairly Palace, 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 Palace. I, I'm not giving up yet, but uh, it is. I do think it is between us and Wofford. Palace is going down. Notch is going down. I think West Ham's perfectly fine. I think it's between us and Watford. So yeah, I, I think you can beat Watford. I mean, I'm mean, I'm sorry. I think you can beat Palace. Um, I think there's two other games that could be had for you too. Yeah. You could get us if because especially like let's say if we lose to Wolves and we're out of Europe, that game won't mean dick all to us. Other than other than Carlo just wanting to see what he has yeah. out of the team, and depending on where uh, Sam's team is with uh, with Europe, your game could mean fuck all. Uh, look at the one earlier in the season that I attended. Yeah, you know, in, in September of last uh, yeah, it was last a tight year, match. Kind of feels like fucking forever ago. <laughs> it does feel. Oh my goodness, the, the new season. I forgot will that be was here. in this season, wasn't it? Yeah, the new season <laughs> will be here like next month. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, maybe a month out September, I think. But oh yeah. my god! But so they had, um, yeah, we we only beat you three two by a late late free kick. Mm. Yeah, the uh, wall, the yeah. wall you were standing in front of. Yeah. Yep. Um, so. Yeah, Villa, if you want to stay up, you uh, have to score. So, cheers to that. Well, they still got West Ham the last game of the season, and if that may mean... That, that, that could be mean, staying up. Fu- it may mean fuck all to West Ham, too. West Ham may already be up at that point. Yep. West Ham may not care and do, ah, let's give them a solid, you know? Mm-hmm. They won't, but it's, they it's could. the bitter alcohol fumes that go up and burn your nostril hairs. Well, that I dislike the most about Malort. Taylor said that if you use a cut water Bloody Mary, it, 
Is that ju- is it that what does it? The uh, the bad taste. We in may your have mouth. to do that yeah. next time because I'm just assuming I'm doing shots for the rest of the season. Right. That took some effort. Champions League and Europa spots are starting to uh, take shape <laughs> as the season comes to an end. Well, the beauty is, is it's going to be edited out. So me saying that, nobody has any idea what happened. It's going to be great. All right. Manchester United 3, Brighton nil, <laughs> Arsenal 4, Norwich nil, Arsenal 2, Wolverhampton nil, Sheffield 3, Spurs 1, Sheffield 1, Burnley 1, Everton 2, Leicester 1, Spurs 1, Everton nil. Um, Dagger. Yeah, we'll get, yeah we'll, we'll get to that one. It's pretty simple. It's one sentence. We got Joe's aid today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> an own goal, one nothing loss. Getting Joe's aid. <laughs> uh, I have an interesting stat for you. Uh-huh. I guess you can call this a goal involvement since he hit that ball, LaCelso. Yeah. But in 16 minutes, Cedric Suarez has had now the same number of goal involvements as LaCelso. Uh, has yeah. and he's played thirty eight ga- or thirty four games or whatever it is this season. <laughs> Fucking for brilliant. Spurs, yeah. Um, I, I think it's pretty clear it's a three horse race really for uh, Champions League. You got an outside shot, but you need people to lose. And I, I don't think Chelsea, um, the West Ham game, I think is a slip up. Yeah. Um, I don't see them dropping many more points the rest of the way. Yep. Uh, so I really think it's between them and United for that fourth spot. And the only real hope, <laughs> and. I've, whichever one doesn't finish there will finish in fifth and claim the last Champions League spot, I think. Um, but we are now primed for the Europa League positions if we can make it through this week. Mm-hmm. And this is the interesting thing about Arsenal every year, right? We always say for years before the show started, Arsenal has that week in March that it all, what, falls, that it apart. all falls apart. They get knocked out of the FA Cup, they get knocked out of the Champions League or Europa League or whatever, and then they lose the two Premier League games in 10 days that they have, right? Mm -hmm. We're in a situation now where we have Leicester, Spurs, Liverpool, and then the FA Cup semifinal against City in four consecutive games. (laughs) (laughs) So it is going to be a rough ride over the next few weeks, but the way Leicester's playing, yeah, I think we have a chance there. Oh, yeah. On the way we're playing. Leicester could be had. Mm -hmm. Leicester can completely be Liverpool, they're drunk. They're still drunk. Liverpool looks like they went to the 3rd of July party. Liverpool didn't look good <laughs> against Villa. They no. I mean. I mean. So, against City, I mean, you you could tell they were still fucked up. Yeah, that was there's, not good. There's, yeah. Let's just get that out of the way now because it's even, it's worthless talking about. There's no, nothing you can tell or gauge from that performance. It's why it's on, oh, so that happened yeah. is why I put that game there because the game literally means fuck all. We're going to talk more about Klopp being a pissy pants than we are going to talk about that match. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> but um, but yeah, they so you can't really judge, in my opinion, those two performances there. I thought getting to 100 points would mean more to the players. Yeah, it means a lot to Jurgen Klopp, as you can see. I thought it would mean more to the players. Yeah, it's it, Bubkiss. They're they're champions. Who gives a shit? Um, I I think for you guys in particular, I mean, I mean the Manchester United. Let, real quick, they score eight goals. They gave up two. But that, but that loss to Bournemouth, it was funny. Uh, the the show we uh, listen to and don't talk about on our show um, had mentioned that was like the old school days of um, of Sir Alex. Mm-hmm. They go down one nothing, and that pissed him off. And suddenly, Definitely. the next thing you know, it's three to one. And you're like, yeah. oh, 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 okay. Oh yeah, and that's right. We're playing Manchester fucking United. And Bruno was all over it. And it's a shame it was kind of overshadowed by Bruno's overall performance. But a fucking great goal from Anthony Martial. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Brilliant goal. You couldn't have held it in the corner any better. Oh, no. It was fantastic. Uh Perfect. Um, But just a a vintage, a real vintage performance. Haven't scored five goals at home since 2011. I know. Isn't that crazy? Insane, isn't it? Sir Alex was in charge then. (coughs) The team's turning a corner. It it is undeniable. And it's to think of the absolute shit show that Manchester United has been this entire season. All the drama with Pogba, all the issues with injuries. Can Ole coach this team? Can Ole still coach this team? We don't fucking know. It may, he may just be the lucky recipient of a of a good partnership with Pogba and uh, Fernandez. But who would have thought, you know, Pogba would come back and it would work and everything's perfect? I mean, it just Manchester United at the end of the year could finish up in third fucking place. Yeah, how the fuck did that happen? Couldn't. How the fuck did that happen? I know. I, I couldn't tell you because they were a shit show. Because that's not a normal Manchester United third place team. That's no. n- that is not not a chance. Um, they they found their balance. They everyone's fit. Everyone's firing. Rashford, Martial look sharp. They've come back. You know, it, it looks like they spent some time just on Zoom getting to know each other. Yeah. You know, and they they look like a team now as opposed to a group of individuals. Yep. And Bruno Fernandez is central to that. It started just before lockdown, and then it looks like they just spent time getting to know one in, one another, talking about where they like the ball, talking about how they like to move, and they look like a cohesive unit. Yep. It looks like when you're doing that shitty gym lesson that you don't want to do, and then the gym teacher in Ole Gunnar Solskjaer just throws out basketballs, and you're like, yes, we don't have to do this dumbass shit anymore. Yeah, let's play yeah, some one-on-one. We're playing a fucking handball. Get out of here. I want to play basketball. Right. And that's what it looks like. And what else can you expect from the Norwegian gym teacher than to keep all of his students happy? <laughs> you need to get that one in there, didn't you? Yep. You wrote that one down, didn't you? I did not. Oh, I that's came up with t- it just now. It's wow. right off the dome piece, my friend. Oh, credit to you, you witty some bitch. How about you. that? Now, for Arsenal, honestly, overlooking, not do, let's not overlook the Norwich match. That's a game you typically fuck up. That was a solid professional win where it wasn't 2 nothing, and you scored one late. You kicked the shit out of a bad team. Yeah. That's a big, big positive for your club. Oh, yeah. It's a huge confidence, uh, confidence booster because, like you said, normally we steal away 1-0, <laughs> maybe have a draw or do something stupid like we did at Brighton. Right. Where you can't, even if you win, even if it's that 1-0 situation, you can't... Um, take any real confidence or positives from no. the game. Uh, if it's a draw, you can't really do anything. And then obviously if it was a loss, it, you know, just never want to leave the locker room. And that result bled right into, into Wolverhampton. Wolves, absolutely. You, you, you owned them. You, yep. And they started Triori and you were able to slow them down, which again, I don't know why you start Triori. You bring them off the bench, wait till the, that, that, that left or right back. His legs are a, a little, little tired, bit tired. Yep. And then have to deal with that lunatic. When you start him, you you could beat him up. You could slow him down. You can make him get aggravated. And I just something. Well, Emiliano Martinez. He had a great chance early on. Uh, four <laughs> yeah, minutes nice in, save. maybe something like that. Emiliano Martinez just making himself huge. Um, carooned off his chest, kind of face area, and uh, and he saved well. And after that, Triori didn't really have a sniff. 
I don't um, think you're going to necessarily have to go get a starting keeper. I, I think don't you either. can let him play. Yep, me too. I mean, you're going to need a backup because who knows how long uh, Leno's going to be, be out. gone. Yeah. But yeah, but I, I think you can put that kid in the net and let him play. But he, the, he knows what he's doing. The thing that I loved about this game was there wasn't a ton of beautiful football. It showed that we can win ugly. We don't yeah. have to walk the ball in the back of the net. We don't have to play the the prettiest stuff in the world or play out of the back all the time or this, that, the other. Sometimes you just punch a team in the mouth and it works. <laughs> Credit that to uh, coaching? Yeah, fuck, absolutely. Yeah. 100% it's coaching. Yeah. That's, 100% that's, it's Mikel Arteta. I think that's Arteta starting to put the stamp on this team. And, yep. uh, you know, yes, he's an inexperienced coach, but I I legitimately think he's the right man for the job. There was there was talk of our teams flip-flopping, right? You getting Carlo and us getting uh, – uh, Arteta. Yep. I think each of us got the right guy, and if it would have been the other guy, it would have been the wrong guy. Definitely. Yeah. I don't think it would have fit either. Yeah. Um. Although, I think maybe Carlo could have tamed our dressing room a little faster simply because of his pedigree. Right. Well, people shut the fuck but, up when Carlo speaks. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Where somebody like Ganduzi, mm-hmm. yeah, who's a, a a prat by all accounts, right, doesn't have the. Even he doesn't have the cojones to stand up to right. a, what, th- three-time Champions League winner? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Sit down, boy. Argu- arguably one of the greatest coaches of all time. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> he'd take the eyebrow yeah. and, and stick it right to that kid's forehead. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you're, you're right in that regard, but I don't think that's the person you needed in your locker no, room. No, I, mean, I don't either. Because Carlo's also a little bit more hands-off and is a bit more of a tactician-style kind of a manager right. where... Arteta's got a little something to prove, and there's a little bit of heart in him. And I think I think that's and we needed that heart. That's what you know Arsenal really needs right now is is you know you kind of need your balls to drop a little and go back to being a little tougher. Go go back to being those teams of old that you fell in love with as as a kid watching Arsenal play because those teams like the the uh, the the invincible team they were tough as fucking nails. Oh, it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't just Absolutely pretty. It wasn't like. just pretty football. It nope. was. There was. There's some people that would put a motherfucker on the floor. Like, oh yeah. They would definitely put in. At Martin Keown, you had you had Sol Campbell, you had Patrick Vieira, you had uh, Gilberto, you had um, ah fuck me, who else was in there? That's such a good team. Yeah, Laurent, mm-hmm. uh, the Cameroonian. Was Sol Campbell part of that team, or did he come? A no, little that was Sol, yeah. Sol Campbell. Yeah, Sol, was there. Sol Campbell's right proper. <laughs> oh yeah, he's, he's a hard man I for a forward. A, he's a hard man. Yeah, I think. Uh, no, Sol Campbell's a center defender. Oh, I thought he played. I thought no. he played up top. My mistake. He scored a ton of oh, goals. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. scored a ton of goals. Set with piece the, guy. With the that's noggin. why. Yeah. That's why. Set piece guy. Um, My apology. Uh, he's a weird dude too. Yeah. Sol Campbell. <laughs> Yeah, um, but, but but I mean, oh honestly, God, that's, that was so good. But that's what your team needs. It's no, exactly definitely. What your team and needs. That's what, once Patrick Vieira left, <laughs> that was the last player we had that had some grit and determination about him. That had some of that shit. That that those battles were some of the best to watch. Was Vieira versus Roy Keane, two just proper hard men going up against one another, wanting to win at all cost. Doesn't matter. Um, and we since we sold Patrick Vieira, we haven't we haven't replaced <laughs> that person. So the um. The big, the big one there for Wolves is th- they need to show up against us this week, and then I believe they still have uh, Sheffield on the books as well to play. I think that's right. So uh, one quick thing about yeah. Arsenal: mm-hmm. um, congratulations to Nicola Pepe became a father. Oh, that's congrats. why he missed the game at the weekend um, was because his wife went into labor the morning of the match. Oh, good on him. Yep. Congrats, Papa. Sorry. Yeah, no problem. That was it. Thought um, deserved a mensch. Yeah, like I said, Wolves. I, I think Wolves are looking more at a Europa spot 
now. Yes. I think I think that that loss to you probably probably put the nail in the coffin for them. Uh, yep. They've played well, and they're they're still a chance, obviously. But it, you're, when you get to the point where there's only five games left, you need other people to screw up, and I don't think enough people are going to screw up for them. I would agree. And it's the same case with you. I don't see I don't see Lester. Chelsea and Man U fucking up enough for you to, to get, get a Champions League, right? Spot. Yeah, no, I'm 100. I think you. you got six written all name is written all over it, like six places sitting there for you to have. Yeah, I feel like, and right I mean, obviously Sheffield United's loss is my gain, right? Yeah, um, where we kind of repl- we'll replace them in that top seven, I think. Although they and I think Wolves will stick around, and you have a good shot as well if Wolves can't right the ship here to pop back up in that conversation of 7th, 8th. Right. I'll, I'll get to us in a second. Um, Sheffield, a good comeback this week. Getting the win against Spurs and then getting the, yeah. and then getting the draw against uh, Burnley as well, who Burnley is also still not out of it yet. No. Burnley are still not completely out of it. You're absolutely right. Which one do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about the uh, Sheffield-Spurs game. Now, this one was a beaut. <coughs> this one was a beaut. Peter mm. Crouch Jr., Scottish Peter Crouch. Yep. Ollie McBurney. Yep. I'm just kidding. He's only 6'2". <laughs> but he's just as skinny as Peter Crouch, yes. which is enjoyable. I have no idea why the original goal was ruled out. Oh, the uh, the Lucas Mora one? Yeah. That's re- absolutely fucking ridiculous. It's it's completely against the spirit of the game, in my opinion. So I would like to uh, go ahead and say that that's karma, because let's go ahead and take week three of the English Premier League season, and the- I give you... Emmerich Laporte being pushed to the ground by a Spurs player and the ball grazes his hand as he's falling to the ground and they lost a goal. I would like to say in this situation, the soccer gods have spoken and all has been made right with the world. I don't disagree with that necessarily. I think both decisions should have just been handled differently when they fucking happened. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. That's my opinion. And is, which, uh, just get it right. Do your job. That's uh, VAR. Do your fucking jobs. No, 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 no. But that gave us classic Jose after the match. Well, that's true. That was it fucking did. gold. Gold, yeah. Jerry, I tell you. Gold. <laughs> that was that was lovely. Um, uh, Sander Berger. Mm-hmm. Berger. Berger. Uh, fantastic game he mm-hmm. had as well. Um, great touch, pretty much uh, off the kickoff after um, was it Harry Kane that scored. Mm-hmm. The Sheffield United didn't let themselves drop, and Spurs switched off, and Xander Berger uh, just went down and, and made them pay. I don't think Spurs are going to uh, finish in even a Europa spot. Nope. And I the, think they're in trouble. Jose think- said they'll be lucky to finish in ninth. Yeah, I think they're I think they're ninth or tenth place. They yep. may be eighth, but uh, yeah, uh, who uh, knows? They also, um, but he he just had a great game, and after that equalizer went in, Spurs looked shell shocked. Yeah, you know that that was that. It really was a, a Spursy performance, oh, and it God, was yeah. just it was lovely to yeah. see. And this is the first time in a couple of years that it looks like, at least for the moment, we are. St. Tottenham Ham's Day is going to happen. Is going to happen this year. It been looks like while. I'm not going to jinx it. Knock on wood. Been a little while, hasn't it? It's been a, three years? Yeah. Something like that. that was something you used to count on. Oh, yeah. It'd be the only thing to celebrate. Right. That yeah. and probably an FA Cup win. Yeah. <laughs> but precisely. Even that's up in the air now, of course. Um. Yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, uh, it was it was brilliant. And Harry Kane, uh, no, Harry Kane scored last. Yeah, yeah. It was 3-1. I don't know why Kane, I did that. Yeah. Kane scored right at the end. I don't know why I said that. It was, it was. It was. They scored from the initial kickoff, they, essentially, right? Like very quickly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was the after I the really that poorly. They, they scored that one after the penalty as well. So Melissa, 
I wrote this really poorly. All right, well then let's go on to the uh, the no no so real you're need. When you don't write something, it comes out well. When you do, you yeah, fuck it's, it up. it's terrible. <laughs> really, really not much more to say other than just a gutsy one one draw with Burnley and Sheffield, and and Burnley's done a good job of keeping their their themselves around. Now this is more of an off season talk when it comes to uh, to Burnley. A lot of them players want to leave. Yeah, and uh. The the legs that that house is built on are very very fucking weak. If you're Burnley, I don't know if you necessarily want to go to Europe next year. You might not be able to handle it. Correct, absolutely. Um, I really didn't write a lot for this one. This was Burnley Senior versus Burnley Junior uh, in this game. Big surprise! It finished all square, just seven shots on target, and the game distributed evenly, even in possession. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like the Spider-Man meme when he's looking at himself pointing. <laughs> That's what this game was. Just each side, either side of midfield going, no, I pack it in and play on the counter. Mm -hmm. No, I pack it in and play (laughs) on the counter. And uh, so not a lot to see here, uh, in my opinion. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. Burnley is going to find it difficult next season, I think. The, The real question is, is what players on that team, besides the defenders, who goes somewhere and improves another squad? The defenders and Dwight McNeil. Yeah, yeah, because Tchaikovsky is going somewhere. Who's going to come? Going somewhere. Yeah, who's going to come in and for those players? Pope could end up going somewhere. Yeah, there's because so, Pope's so, near the end of his deal as well. Right. I mean, there's three or four, but my my point is, is it's not going to be a mass clear out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And apparently, um, the the bulk of the squad and Dice have been having issues. That it's not as all happy and run like just a, just a lot of what I've been reading uh, yeah. online is that. It's not going as well as everybody thinks it is, and it's kind of amazing that Burnley is is where Burnley is right now. Right. Well, it just speaks to all their professionalism, to be honest. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. You know, and that's one of the characteristics of that group and of that team. Right. the The other thing to that is, what do they? What do they? In this market, the biggest issue is going to be their players aren't really of a super high stature. Right. Those couple of players we mentioned, you could probably get some decent coin for. That coin, though, how are you going to replace those players to be just as effective? Precisely. Question number one. Question number two. Do the teams that are willing to spend pretty coin on those four players, do they have the coin to spend because of COVID? Not really. Right. So then what? Yeah. <laughs> You're fucked. In, that, in, in my opinion, most of those players will still be there next season because nobody's going to pay over the top. But they're ready to move on. Which is going to be... It's bad. going to still affect Burnley, It'll absolutely. Affect yeah. Uh, so moving on real quick to uh, Everton. There's not a ton to really say. The one thing I got out of the uh, Everton-Leicester match, you know, first thing that we mentioned before, why does it take three minutes to uh, do a VAR check on a person that has a hand in an unnatural position? Unnatural position, it hit their hand. It was almost like if VAR and the official on the field were going, you know, we haven't, really, we haven't given them a penalty kick yet this year. Maybe we just don't need to. You know what? Nah, let's. Yeah, but his hand was up. It hit his hand. I think we got to do it. Do we have to? Oh, okay. We'll give it to him. I mean, it's really how it felt. Uh, the nice thing to see was in that match, Carlo made changes when Richarlison got hurt. He brings on Yuri Mina, secures the defense. And while the commentators would let you think that this was. Uh, Man City against Southampton this weekend, like that they were barraging us. But the truth be told was, as they scored on a ball that we cleared that redirected off of their player's chest, 
and then our central defender and keeper got into a jumble that our central defender, Michael Keane, kicked a ball off the line. That was all the chances Lester had. Yes, Iniacho did have one near the end of the game blazed over that he should have done better with. Um, he just didn't keep his focus. And Iosi Perez shot wide. They weren't on target, but both were chances that each player should have done better with. Mm-hmm. But there was no, like, siege on your goal. There was or, nothing. There nothing. was, yeah, it was those, literally those two chances, and that was it uh, well, towards the closing stages of the game. Leicester looked like Everton when they were losing to a lesser opponent uh, on, under Kuman or Silva. Or Martinez, they threw all their strikers on, and they still couldn't even uh, they couldn't even develop an attack. Was the thing it yeah. was while the game was unnervy because the ball's in your end the entire time. At the same time, I was like, they're not getting any opportunities. Like they're not even getting inside the box. Like every ball that came in, Mina and Holgate and Keen were to the task and just headed it all away. Yeah. Absolutely. And honestly, today's match, as I get ready to take my first Malort since we uh, came back from uh, the COVID, is... Is that true? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so sad. We got Jose'd. They scored on an own goal on a ball that was going out of bounds that unfortunately ricocheted off of our player's chest and went the other direction. And that was it. That game was shit. (laughs) And unfortunately for, for Everton, they're just we clearly don't have as deep of a bench as other teams do with the amount of injuries we have that showed today when you're playing this many games, you need to be able to sit Richie for just a game, just a game. You need to be able to see, sit Calvin Lewin for a game. You need to be able to sit, you know, Andres Gomez for a game. You just got to give those guys at least a break. Yeah. And they've got three and seven days this week, you know? Absolutely. so you're going to see performances like that where they just don't have the legs. You can't expect them to. And I always want my team to succeed, right? I want my team to do the best that they can. But this season, under this circumstances, I don't necessarily know if I want my team in Europe playing Europa ball next year. I don't most rather Carlo have them all to himself to worry about playing, about playing FA Cup and League Cup and try to win a trophy because that's dire of dire importance to Everton and then let Carlo get this team right proper in the in the conversation for Champions League and Europa is the fallout because you didn't get to Champions League that's what I'd I'd rather see that than us backdoor our way into uh Europa next year cuz I we're not going to have the money to buy the players we don't have the depth to be ready for that and it's going to be too much on us Say the only thing is leveraging that prize money that you're guaranteed to reach a certain stage to be able to afford players and the draw of European football. Because we talk about this a lot. When you finish eighth every year or ninth every year, you can only attract, there's a ceiling of what kind of players you can bring in. Right. And a Moisey Ken who wasn't really ready for the Premier League yet. Right. Was your only. But, acquisition for real. But you know I would, I mean? but I would also then say this team never had a manager the likes of Carlo right, Ancelotti. Absolutely. And that's going to make players want to stay first and foremost. People are going to want to stay. And also hopefully not guilty. Right. <laughs> and and also it may bring in a couple of few other players on a cheaper ticket simply for the fact of I want to play for Don Carlo. So right. uh, hopefully, we, yeah. We got Jose. Fuck it. Whatever. It's the one first one I have to do. So here we go. 
yeah, that shit sucks. <laughs> and it's hard God. after you haven't had it for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And then you come back to it. Oh. Like just terrible. Ripping all the taste buds. I can just feel the taste buds off rolling the from the back of my tongue to the front of my tongue. Yeah. In just awfulness. It's terrible. Fucking awfulness. It's absolutely terrible. I tell you what, man. Fuck my lord. Rounding out the rest of the league, you know, so that happened. We just got three games to talk about. Uh, Brighton 1, Norwich 0. Southampton 1, Man City 0. City 4, Liverpool 0. Um, so we were both still drunk and in bed when Brighton beat Norwich. Now, I did watch the highlights of this game, of course. Um, and here's what I've got. Great Aaron Moy Cross. Good finish from Leandro, uh, Leandro Trussard. Uh, the rest of the game was absolutely fucking terrible and turgid to watch. Simply hated it. I yep. hated myself for watching the rest of the highlight package. <laughs> um, but there was one highlight of the game that was on the highlight package and that matters. And I think, and now it's a little sad because there was only four of them uh, when they showed the fan screen. Uh, there was only four of them that uh, that zoomed in. But our boy Paul, who was on this podcast, was on the Zoom screen. Awesome. Way to go, Paul. Uh, yeah. So saw him on the telly. It was nice to see you. Lindsay from uh, our Aston Villa supporter, she was on the fan screen a couple of weeks ago. Yep. She gave me a heads up to look for him. Yep. So very cool to see some of our, you know, you know people of this parish uh, being recognized. Simon was on one of the uh, halftime breaks in the Arsenal game yep. with his family sitting yep, on yep, the stoop. Yep, I saw that one. Yeah. So it's pretty good seeing people of this parish, you know, being recognized by the clubs and and getting on TV and stuff is pretty good. Or real quick, I'm sorry, I got to go back to Everton real quick. I completely forgot to mention this. I feel like a dumbass for not mentioning it. So uh, DC Toffees today, we did a little Zoom to watch the game, like we've been doing. Uh, John, our, our our the president or the founder or the runner, whoever. Well, I don't know the exact term he likes to use, or just the guy who runs shit. President Lord Master of the DC Toffees. That'll work, yeah. How about President. Don John? Yeah, Ooh, Don, Don John. John. <laughs> Don yes. Carlo and Don John. There you go. I like that. Yeah. Uh, pre-match and during halftime, we had one Mr. Darren Griffiths, who is the gentleman that calls our games on Everton uh, on the internet, calls our calls all the Everton matches. Oh, him cool. And, him and Graham Sharp call the matches together, and... He uh, jumped in on our Zoom and showed us where he was at in the press box and talked to us a little bit and uh, got our opinions on how this how the squad was looking, which was pretty much a resounding shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but it was very cool and it was also very cool for uh, John to set that up and it was great to see. It was a nice turnout of uh, DC Toffees and I wish I saw more of you guys more often. So uh, let's move into the Southampton Manchester City game. It's worth mentioning that Jay Adams scored. It was a great goal. Um, this shit happens. Yeah. This happens in the Prem. It's, you know, a team will go up uh, one nothing, pack it all in, and not oh, let another did team they score. Pack it. <laughs> yeah. Did they pack it? Um, I think City had 73.5% possession in this game. It was all one-way traffic for the most part. Yeah. Southampton did have one or two chances here or there. I think it was six shots on target for City to four uh, from Southampton. So they did... Have a an odd counterattack here or there, right? But uh, yeah, no, it was it was Kevin De Bruyne um, who didn't want the ball in the position he was in, got given the ball, lost it, and Che Adams recognizing that sweeper keeper Edison was off his line further than Manuel Neuer yep. uh, normally is, and Che Adams get looked up first time 
bang from all of 40 yards. 40 nailed yards. on 40 yards. Yep, right over his and, head. Uh, just floated yeah, it right in. It was absolutely brilliant. And then 10 men behind the ball, and we're not giving up this lead. Yeah. And, and they didn't. Bit of a hangover game for City after they beat the ever-loving shit out of Liverpool. I think they proved their point or think they proved their point or whatever, also with their little shitty uh, corridor of applause. Yeah. Uh, I I think... To to steal another term. Yeah. I I think they really (laughs) care. I think City really, really cares about the FA Cup and cares about the Champions League, and they could really give fuck all about the... uh, about the league. Yep. They they know they're comfortably in second. I don't even think they really care about the, the FA Cup, <laughs> but they're playing Arsenal, so it would probably be a walk in the park. For well, them. They, they, want, they want three trophies this year. They want to be able to go, oh, yeah, by the way, we still won yet another treble. Right. You know, okay, great. You won the league. Good job. Right. You, nah, you, didn't, you, didn't, you. Win, you didn't win anything else. Yeah, a, a treble know. of cups is not a bad thing either. <clears throat> um, yeah, uh, some things worth noting in the uh, massacre of uh, City versus Liverpool – we put this in so that happened because it really means fuck all. You know, it, Liverpool already won the league. Liverpool, they came out for the first 15 minutes and they looked like they wanted a piece of it. And if they had gotten a goal, they probably would have had a go. But they didn't. And next thing you know, they're down to nothing and they could really give a fuck. And that's perfectly fine. It you was, won the fucking league already. It doesn't matter. So it was It was almost like City were just clinical. I mean, the, the, oh, yeah. the shots and possession in this game were almost equal. Yeah, but Liverpool was very uncharacteristically wasteful in possession, uh, and in 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 some of their taking of chances. I mean, really, the only thing that I wrote is Liverpool were still drunk. City were clinical, and and that was it. Uh, that told the story. It it it, would, it had the feel of it, with with City doing the guard of honor, the corridor of applause, and kind of abandoning it before the whole of the Liverpool squad had walked through it. Was it. So sad. It was. It, it was, was so sad. It was reminiscent. Of the Detroit Pistons walking off <laughs> after the Bulls won their first championship. Uh, although, come on, let's face it, isn't it a little pissy that like every team's going to do it for them now the rest of the way? That's what it's been agreed. I like, think Villa, everybody does that. Villa, I don't believe so. I believe it's just the very next game, and then everybody's like, ah, whatever. I thought it was every away game. Yeah, I well, thought it was every away game. They they bring them in. Villa that. did it at Anfield. Oh, at Anfield? At Anfield. I think Villa just hates themselves. <laughs> <laughs> could could be the case. Could be the case. I think uh, what's very important Maybe here is... we were sucking is, up to try to get a win. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. Like, hey, guys, you're doing <laughs> Look one, what we're doing. So yeah. keep us up. I, we'll, we'll get to uh, pissy pants in just a second. But I would like to note <laughs> that uh, Liverpool did break another record. Yes. Good for them. Good for us. Yeah. <laughs> they are the uh, they are now the worst loss after winning a cup. Uh, after winning a title, yes. In their very next game, they promptly lost four nil, and that title used to be held by who, Sam? Uh, us in nineteen ninety seven ninety eight. Uh, the day after we became champions, not the next game after we became champions. Uh, I believe we lost three nil, and we were the heaviest defeat uh, by any team um, that had just been crowned champions. And uh, yeah, yeah. So they took that mantle from us, which is good, and didn't get the one that I care about, which is the Invincibles. So. It's lovely. Lovely old job. Yep, they can fuck right off. Um, Sorry, I'm pouring drinks. So you Sam can't the other, and pour drinks know, at the yeah. same time. Well, the other, a fly died in it, and I was trying to make sure the fly didn't get in anybody's drink. It's a big-ass fly, yeah. too. Trying to be a nice but, fucking human being. And you're not scooping it out, pressing it on its belly, saying, spit it out, you fucker, spit it out? No, that'd be Graham. He's Irish. That's his <laughs> job. Oh, I got the dead fly drink. <laughs> I just realized All right, let's that. talk about Polly Pissy, Prissy Pants. I think part of it, too, was after the abandonment of the Guard of Honor midway through, 
Liverpool decided to just roll over and cheapen the victory for City. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll get to NBC Sports in this as well, but... Uh, <laughs> Everyone's getting attacked tonight. I, I love, I love how Jurgen suddenly uh, no habla ingles when when they start asking him questions. Yeah. Now apparently the guy asking him the questions is quite a bit of a twat. It's Jeff Shreves, yeah, he's from a, Sky Sports. He's, he's a, a prep. He's a he's, he's a, a piece real of shit prank. Yeah. But, but still, <laughs> but still, he's just like, oh, do you, you know. And basically, he's just saying, hey, do you think there was a little bit of a hangover? That's the he didn't say it that directly, but he said it in that many words. And and Jurgen was like, I don't understand the question you're telling me. You know, I don't speak English very well. Oh bullshit, motherfucker! You speak English like a fucking champ. Well, and every time you win, you're out there smiling with your fucking shiny veneers, going, "Hey, everybody!" Well, here's the thing, that, that that's exactly it. I I was thinking back to to times when he lost games in Dortmund when he got knocked out of the Champions League or. Uh, Even as recently as this season against Atletico. Atletico. Oh, he's a poor loser. He's a very bad loser. I don't think it was... I don't literally understand the question. It's just like, what do you mean hangover? Fuck a hangover. I don't don't know. We just played like shit. I don't know what you're talking about. So I don't think it was a I don't speak English thing. Although... He did say, he goes, you know, English is not my first language. He said that in the fucking interview. So there's also (laughs) a lot of phrases in German that don't translate into English. Okay. And certain words like utensils, right? Well, and I remember a story uh-huh. of a German tourist couple that mm. sat in a restaurant in a city in which one of my cousins lived, and uh, they said that the person was asking for an extra set of utensils because they were sharing with the person they were traveling with, and they were like, "Can I have? Uh, <laughs> can I? Uh, uh, can I get the food weapons?" <laughs> okay. <laughs> food weapons. Food weapons. Because he couldn't figure out a fuck. I would know exactly what he's talking about. What? No, food th- weapons? Yeah. Absolutely. Got fork it. knife hurt. <laughs> yeah. Fork knife, not a problem. Well, Here's your spear and knife, sir. I- not an issue. I spent some time in Germany <laughs> yeah. and I studied German. And I can tell you with great authority, the word hangover is not in the German language. There you go. They just don't get hangovers. See? I right. might be making that up. I don't know. I think you're looking at this whole situation with blue tinted glasses, my friend. So, um, <laughs> speaking of blue tinted glasses, I've got a great email here from our buddy Taylor. Um, something that you could also put in prediction time as well as a bet, but I think it kind of rounds everything out. Hey, Sam, I know you have a proven method for choosing your bets, but if I may, I would like to suggest uh, the surest money you could ever make. Nobody has posted the odds on it yet. But when they do, put everything you own on the over for the number of weeks it's going to take for Liverpool FC to clean all of NBC Sports jizz off of them. Don't care what the over-under is. Take the over, bet it all. Well, um, <laughs> dare, I, dare I say it? Is that a... Uh... Big Sam's proxy, Taylor's lock of the week. Why, yes, it is. <laughs> and that one, 100% of the time, works 100% of the time. The... Uh, the same game now Jose's tirade came after the fact right Kyle Martino which we already have our issues with him for the most part um after the game losing to City he was sitting there saying why does the press ask him those kind of questions why are they being that rude towards Jurgen they just won the league they should show respect why are you asking him those questions and then no sooner than the very next day is sitting at that table going Jose, why do you have to be so rude about everything? Why do you have to call out referees? Why can't you just answer the questions? What happened the day before? <laughs> well, I think 
I think a lot of that had to do with everyone kind of hates Jeff Shreves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just... <laughs> I feel I felt bad for Jurgen Klopp just having to have been in the same room for uh, with Jeff Shreves. I I couldn't do it. <laughs> um, I couldn't watch Men in Blazers today. Uh, uh, Raj was yeah. you know, who Roger. If you guys don't know Men in Blazers, Roger Bennett is a huge lifelong Everton fan. Uh, normally waxes poetic about how we constantly lose. Uh, they were having John Oliver, who is a known Liverpool fan, and Virgil Van Dyke on the show, and I was like, can't watch it. Nope, can't watch it. Can't watch, can't can't do it because they're gonna they're they're gonna give him they're gonna say all this bitter stuff to him and just no can't do it. Yeah. Just, I I can't wait to watch Yergi lose again this season because I think that they will. I think there's gonna be a couple more losses. I'm not sold. Absolutely. I'm not sold that they're gonna get to a hundred points because I don't I know anymore. I don't know if that team wants to. And yeah, neither am I anymore. I don't think I I don't think it, it'll happen either. And you don't get to a hundred points. Guess what? You are no fucking better than Blackburn. You really are. You're no better than Blackburn if you don't if you don't break that hundred point. Yeah, I mean you. Yeah. There's there's I, nothing that says you're better than the city team that did. Agree. You know. So agree. We, we bitch about that enough. So I think we've uh, waxed poetically enough about uh, old Polly Prissy Pants Jurgen Klopp and his <laughs> shiny teeth that suddenly were hidden because you know he was he was grumpy Jurgen. It's time to tell you what little we know it is. Prediction time. All right, Sammy. How about you take your quarter bet that you hit on from last week and your three quarters of the bet that you hit on this past week <laughs> and maybe the book you'll give you a payout. Yeah. Uh, Probably not. Probably nope. not. I figure you're getting a little bit closer to kneecap time than you are towards uh, Definitely. old selling the mattress time there, killer. Definitely. Are you just going to take a little bit of the edge off? Are you just going to make it respectable? Or are you swinging for the fucking fences again? Swinging for the fences. I know no other way. Of course you are. Uh, how much am I down? Do you know? $2,647. $2,647, huh? Uh-huh. All right. I might have to make this $800. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Are you you're 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 just like fuck, Mister Three Thousand. I'm going for Mister Five Thousand. Why not? Oh fuck it. God. What's the difference? Fuck me. Then I got to redo right. the math. What do you got? All right. So I have. Um, I just lost it. An Arsenal win over Leicester mm-hmm. tomorrow, tonight through the magic of radio, Mel. Then Tottenham to beat Bournemouth, because Bournemouth are shite. Okay. Uh, and Manchester United to beat Aston Villa. Okay. That three parlay will pay me plus 419. And I'm going to go with 700 on that. Jesus. So 419 <coughs> times seven would be a positive 2919. Or I'm down $3,300. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. And leave it, I guarantee you, leave it to fucking Tottenham. Well, at least get Bournemouth's only win this calendar year. I just, I would like you, please, bet against Villa for the rest of the year, please. Okay? Because it It seems... only works with West Ham. <laughs> Ask just, Chris. Just keep betting against Villa, okay? Just keep, don't bet for me at any time. Got it. Not a problem with the form you all are in. All right, so that's 700 bones 
Okay. Mm-hmm. For Arsenal to uh, to beat Leicester, that's the toss up, of course. Tottenham over Bournemouth away from home, and United over um, Villa also away from home. So when is your uh, bookie going to put a cap on how uh, high you can bet? Because normally when you start getting the hole that big, they're not letting you bet like a thousand dollars on your next round of games. No, they're of normally like not. you got a hundred. He knows I'm good for it. <laughs> Got all that uh, COVID booze money. Speaking of bookies, uh, our boy Pat lost his 47, now finds himself an even $1,000 down. And now it's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's Pick of the Week. Sunday fun day. Man, usually a grand is as deep as I can go before it's uh, debt collecting time. And uh, with the way I've been picking almost uh, 90% losers, I don't see me climbing out with long shots and parlays. So I'll just pick two games this week. No parlay, 50 on each. Sunday, we've got uh, your boys' uh, clubs both playing. So I like Wolves over Everton at minus one and a half at plus 108. Fuck you, Pat. And uh, Tottenham Arsenal at a draw at plus 255. Uh, Let's hope this gets me winning again or at least not losing. Have a great week. Also, I should say, depending how this goes, I may Facebook Live another bet for the weekend. (laughs) Hey, doesn't count on here. Oh, really? Doesn't count on here. Fine. This is your segment. Fine. This is your segment. Again. What a tyrant. I know. Again, I hit bets. You do not. I find myself at plus 212 for the season, and I am going to put you in my rearview mirror with... Big Sam's Lock of the Week. 25% of the time it works. 100% of the time. You know how annoying that bit is, Mel? Oh, it's <laughs> so great. At least he's consistently <laughs> annoying. Uh, this week, I'm going to take a pair of goal scores. I'm going to go with uh, Pulisic to score versus Palace and Obama Yang to score versus Leicester. And if I hit both of those together, I'm doing it as a parlay. It'll net me plus 436. So wow. nice and simple. Pick a couple of goal scorers. Those are good odds. Yeah, some great odds. Well, it's because I put them together on their own. They were, they were 100, very, a, yeah. 100 a piece, maybe like a buck nine, a buck eight. So what's the point of risking 100 to win 108? Why not put them together and risk 100 to win four, 436 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. instead? No, absolutely. So, I'm with you. <clears throat> All right. So that's a great segment, but we give you more. Boys and girls, we give you Kitty the Chicken. Helps if I unmute my microphone. Uh, Kitty finds herself back at 500, and she has finally uh, returned back to the coop with the other two birds. She's gotten over her broodiness, but unfortunately, Graham. The other birds aren't very receptive to her return, and they beat her up earlier today. Oh, don't like that. It's don't like fuck in with, jail when my somebody bird. comes back from the hole. They have to go through, like, initiation again. Jeez. And Gertrude and Rita are just bullying poor Kitty. So uh, I thought I could cheer her up by giving her Brighton hosting Liverpool. But Kitty wasn't able to go into the coop to grab her iPad because Gertie was blocking the door. Yeah, normally she shows us pictures and stuff, oh, right? Yeah. Definitely. No. Kitty was over in the corner cooing to herself, you'll never walk alone. Oh, because she's alone right now. So I'm guessing she's picking Liverpool? I don't know. Hopefully we can get all this cleared up soon for our crop cook. I screwed it up, Sam. We tried again. Hopefully. We can get this all cleared up soon for our 
prognosticating. Prostating head. I just couldn't get the words to come out of my mouth. It would have been sorry. brilliant. It would have been, been brilliant. I ruined the bit. I suck. Oh well, as I slink off into obscurity, <laughs> please remember to drink legally and responsibly. Oh no, it's gambling. Shit, I screwed that up too. As you quietly hit the mute button and sulk away, please leave all of that, all of that in. Do not edit that out. That is fucking brilliant. It is so. I'm not even drunk. I don't know what happened. I could. I got so hung up on procrastinating. Pragnosticating. God damn it. I can't say the word. Prag. Prag. Nosticating. Nosticating. Pragnosticating hen. There you go. I speak for a living. <laughs> yeah, oh. that's trouble. All right. Well, why don't you go ahead and uh, hit that old mute oh, button? Oh, I will gladly. <laughs> Sammy, how'd uh, Drunkard United do? I don't know. They won. <laughs> I know. Did we won? Won, right, won, like, won like 12 to 6. My brother wasn't there. I didn't speak to anybody. I forgot the group text, uh, and then <laughs> I almost died at your party. So yeah. they all they all played. <laughs> they they played like one of the lower division teams for no good reason. So, oh, because uh, somebody did, they probably some people didn't show up. I oh, imagine. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you have to pay the bill for playing in the league, yep. Normally, a lot of people don't like to show up. Absolutely. All right. So FK Slutsk, unfortunately, their slide continues God, as they it. lose to uh, uh, Salvia Moris. Uh, three to one. They conceded two quickly in the first 15. They got one back in the 21st minute. Okay. And then, unfortunately, at uh, halftime, more than what happened here, the gates of hell opened up and poured all of the water onto the field. And oh, they there played. was like a lake in the middle. I'm watching on the cam this Multiple guy with his puddles. umbrella, like trying to get it. And it kept flipping out, and all oh, this no. is happening on the camera. That's just getting covered in rain. Oh no! It was the best. Multiple puddles. Multiple standing water puddles in the pitch. So, that sucks. And they ended up conceding one more and losing three to one. That's now, I believe, six on the slide for them. Oh, Jeez. Not going well. Not no, going not well at all. all. And uh, the manager uh, this week did step down. So it was an assistant oh. coach that took over for the side. Okay. So we know they have a little bit of financial issues as well. So um, They were one of the clubs being rescued by the big boys, I think. Yeah. Right? So I'll be uh, I'll be watching them again on Friday. And I'm just uh, hopefully hopefully things turn around for them. But it It'd was be nice. Uh, Quite, quite disappointing to see. And, you know, since we've put our allegiance behind them, they haven't done well. So I don't want to give them, like, the DU curse. I'm starting to get a little bit of a, a, a complex. I know. <laughs> the um, uh, My daughter did teach me, though, how to use YouTube on my television. Oh, very good. So I'll be able to watch them on TV, Mel. Yeah, I've been, she is good for something. Okay, I, 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 got, the, I got the Roku <laughs> stick. I've been put watching it regularly on uh, TV there, Killer. Yeah, lucky. Lucky you. Hey, look, they're just, you know what? It's not a live performer and a microphone for her to steal and make it all about her. So you don't have to worry about anything. All right, Sammy, that about wraps it up. Any uh, parting words? Uh, actually, I don't. Uh, with no fans in the stands, everybody's been pretty much cool since that asshole flew the banner over uh, over Manchester City. So, all right. Well, so then. Fairly simple. I've got parting words for you. Uh oh. Remember the time we got the email from. Uh, from Afghanistan? Yes. And then you replied back to find out that it was a spam email? Yes. From one Miss Emmanuel Williamson. Hi, how are you today? I would like to know if you received the mail I sent you. I am worried. Kindly reply me. Just want to let you know. Okay. She's still out there, Sam, and she's still thinking about you. <laughs> got I it. got that today, and I thought that was very important to let you know. 
Thanks. Yeah. I'll, I'll make sure to reply later. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely reach out. Find out what yes. you can do. You know, you know her 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 faith is Christian. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I got. I I deleted the email. I wish I hadn't. So we could have gone back and looked at all of that. It was, was fabulous. One of the most. It was more poorly written than the notes I couldn't read earlier. You know, it's um, definitely some Nigerian print show. Oh, for sure. Was it as bad as that Liverpool email you kept getting? Uh, Mike uh, Cockers. <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> was good to see him on Friday. It was great to see him on Friday. That was the beginning of my downfall. See Mikey Rogers. Oh, Mikey Rogers. So, boys and girls, next up (laughs) is uh, injury time. Just more of the same where we predict the uh, next fucking 20 games for next week that we've got to do. So, Sam, how do people uh, find our injury time? Uh, Yeah, they find that show um, on Patreon. www.patreon.com backslash DU football show. There's multiple tiers you can sign up to. The middle tier and above will get you access to injury time. So, uh, um, amongst other fun shit. So, uh, make sure you check it out. Uh, Consider uh, consider donating. And uh, it's for, you know, help keep the lights on. Um, and keep the show running, but you also get some pretty cool shit to go along with it. I tell you, if you want all the drama of what happened at the third of July party, uh, we covered that in our sound check feature. So absolutely, which is one of the extras you get. Yes, yeah, you get about you get about another hour plus of show yeah, at least. This week might get an hour and a half. Yep. Well, <laughs> twenty fucking games and twenty fucking games and uh, a big ass bottle of beer and a couple other things to go over. Yep. So, yep. Thank you very much. So until next week, everybody. Good night. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right A.A. the fucking Gooner Graham. Smoke of a lord. Straight and short, Sam Grammy. Sam Graham. Get the fucking new button.